So one of my favorite quotes in the whole wide world is, I am fearless, therefore I am powerful. And it's actually from a Mary Shelley book, Frankenstein. You guys might have heard of that. I know one of the things that we struggle with so much as we go through narcissistic abuse recovery and just life in general is fear. What do they say about fear? It's false evidence appearing real, right? So I think that if we can all learn to get past our fear, we're going to all be a lot better for it. I know that there have been so many things in my life where I have personally been scared to death. My name is Andy Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Jihan is back in the house. Good morning. She says, what is your most magical healing tip? Well, I'll tell you what, my most magical healing tip is that it's all in your head. And what I mean by that is you really do get to decide how to feel. You really do get to decide how to react, how to respond, and you get to decide what you focus on. Your perception, my friend, it changes your entire life, okay? So if you are in a position to feel miserable today, then change your mind. That's it. Also, I started working out again and I feel freaking great and that helps as well. So move your body. That is also an important thing. Your, your body has this amazing way of healing itself when you take care of it. So move it, get it going, think positive things, listen to happy music, but mostly, Jihan, mostly it's all in your head. It's perception. Choose how to feel. Choose to be happy. Just to start. We should all be fearless. Look what we've faced and been through. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Every situation is different, but if you are, if you're still in a position that you're in your parents' home, then the best thing you can do is get a job, start saving up money and work your way out of there. Um, but if, if you're talking about a romantic relationship, well, it's kind of the same deal, but you want to start taking steps toward changing your life one thing at a time. Change your perspective first and then start to work toward your goals. Now, I have a page over at queenbean.com that offers emergency resources for people in abusive, physically abusive situations or otherwise. So something to look at. And look, we've all been so scared in our lifetimes, I think. And to be honest with you, I think we have to overcome fear every single day. But, you know, my 13-year-old says, you know what I do when I'm scared of something? I suck it up and I do it anyway, and I, and I never regret it, you know? So if you're working towards something that you truly want and you're afraid, just push through it and do it anyway. I am fearless, therefore I am powerful. I mean, that is just, to me, oh my gosh, that that's the crux of it all. Be fearless because it makes you powerful. You know what I'm saying? It does. And if you think of that and you think, you know, and I and, and one of the favorite ways I've seen it is I've seen it with um like a wolf's eyes, you know, on a meme or something. And it just really, really resonated with me. I'm not even like a wolf type person, but I just love that one. When you're finished healing, my friend, you're going to be the strongest person you know in real life. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Listen, so I don't know if you guys all heard this last time, but one of the things we talked about earlier this week is to start focusing on what we want and not what we don't want. And and one of the exercises that I suggested was to create, you know, to, to close your eyes and just imagine that tomorrow morning you wake up and a miracle has happened and your life is perfect. And it's exactly how you want it. What does that look like? Because a lot of times we don't even really know what that looks like. We're like, all we know is we hate where we're at right now. 
but in reality, if we don't know where we want to be, we're never going to get there, you know? So this exercise allows you to think, well, who would I wake up next to? What would my home look like? Where would I live? What would my job be? What if I didn't have any worries about money? What would I do with my time? You know, things like that. It really helps you to kind of flesh out what you really want in your life. And until you really know what you want, you may never get it because you don't you haven't identified it you have to tell the universe what you need and what you want you know what i'm saying melissa duncan says after six years of being with a narc how long do you think it would take to fully get over it you know melissa that's that's subjective it depends on how determined you are to get over it um i mean the fact is that it could take as quick as a month or two it could take as long as another six years it's really up to you some people never get over it but that's why I do what I do, because I believe you can get over it and move forward and one day wake up and go, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about that person yesterday, all day, you know? And that's a beautiful thing. Um, it, I think that I would give yourself a week or a month to cry and throw things and break things. And then I would give yourself a specific date to decide, you know what, I might not be healed by that date. And I know that sounds like a short amount of time, but bear with me here. I might not be healed by that date, but on that date, I'm going to stop crying. I'm going to stop focusing on this. And if I do have to cry, I'm going to fit it into a specific time. And that sounds weird. But when you intend that that entire week or two, and you let yourself have your emotions that you probably haven't been allowed to have up to this point during that time, and then you intentionally choose to, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and my life's going to start all over again. It's a beautiful thing. It, it is amazingly effective try it. Allie Wilson says, I wish I could say no contact. Trying to explain to my ex-narc that I'm brokenhearted is like teaching the blind to see. Don't try to explain it. They will not understand, my friend. They will not understand. Don't beat yourself up about it. You have to just focus on healing yourself. You cannot try to explain emotions to a narcissist. It's like talking to a brick wall. It's like the only emotions they understand are their own or care about it. Maybe they could understand yours on an intellectual level, but they do not have the ability or the capability to like give a shit. And I know that sounds really harsh to say it that way, but it's the truth. Uh, Allie Wilson says, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. Honey, I completely understand. There were like two or three times in my entire life that I literally couldn't eat. And that was one of them when I went through my divorce from my narcissist. It's painful, it's horrible, and it makes you physically ill. But once you get past it, you'll, you'll be stronger and healthier than you've ever been. Try to have some hope, Allie. And I know you, you need to give yourself specific a specific time period to mourn, to go through the hard part, the crying and the throwing things and the anger and all that. And you might still have some anger as you move forward, but pick that date. Pick a date. Decide, okay, let's say today's the 14th of July. Let's say, you know, August 1st is your day to stop being sad. It's your day to stop crying. All right. And so if you pick, say, August 1st, I want you to work toward letting go of all of your emotions in the meantime. So let them out, experience them, feel them. You, we spend so much time when we're with narcissists stuffing our emotions down in order to just get through the day that sometimes we forget how to experience them. And so that's why I recommend to people after you get out of that relationship to begin to feel again you sometimes need to go through the days and days of crying. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive, but look, put on some, your favorite movies, put on, you know, sad movies or happy movies or whatever you need to listen to all the sad songs. If you need to, whatever you need to do during that time and then move forward. I like to like keep it as short as possible personally, 
um, I say do it for a week or a weekend, but some people need more time than that. And it just really depends on the person. It took me three weeks. I'm not going to lie to you. It took me three weeks. And during that time, I couldn't eat anything. And I, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, like literally three times ever in my life, I couldn't eat. And one of those times was when my mother pulled her craziness where she tried to screw my family up. And the other one was when I was a teenager and I got in a lot of trouble one time, <laughs> everything else. And then when I left my ex-husband. So, I mean, those are significant life changes and significant things that happen. And literally the only times in my life when I was so scared or, or upset that I could not eat. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, that's pretty, no, it's not normal for me. For me, I'm, I usually go the other way if I'm stressed out. And so I know it hurts. I know it's hard. I know it's terrible. And But I promise you, if you let the emotions come and then you move forward with a specific date that you choose, it will get better every single day, just a little bit. I promise. <laughs> Sue says, Sue Bruce says, disassociation, dissociation is a trip. Never leave the farm. Her humor is fabulous. Um, Melissa Duncan says, Angie, any tips on how to respond to the narc in court when the court, when the narc mirrors you, you mirrors you, like I say, I don't get my phone calls and they will say, I don't answer. I do have phone records. Well, you have phone records, so you don't need to worry about their lies. When they say that you say, judge, I, I have phone records, or you have your attorney say that to prove it because your phone records will show that they didn't call. Of course, um, you have to gray rock. My suggestion is to gray rock. Don't look them in the eyes. You don't have to anymore. You know, don't speak directly to the narcissist. Only speak to the judge or your attorney or whoever you're supposed to speak to. Um, that would be my advice. And I would also suggest, you know, if, if you have your proof, that's all that matters. If they're saying something outrageous, stay calm and just in advance explain to your attorney if the attorney will be there or, or explain to the judge if not that you know exactly what the truth is know your facts ahead of time be prepared for those things i would even say if you if you are for some reason representing yourself which i assume that you're not but if you are write down your answers in advance so that if you need to you can literally just read them because you know exactly what what they're going to say for the most part i would guess just my thoughts okay regarding perception I just can't hate him yet, but what can I do to shift my mind so he feels neutral to me rather than thinking of the losses? Okay, so one of the things that I have found very, very effective, Stop the Chaos, is to make a list of all the reasons that you left or all the things that he or, you know, that he did to you that you don't want to experience again, all the things that you're not going to miss when, when it's all over with, okay? Um, I did a video on this with the span group at one point and I asked them, what will you no longer have to deal with when you go no contact? Or what did you not have to deal with when you went no contact? And they gave me a list of 103 things. There's a video here on it um, on my channel if you search for 103. Um, and there's another video, 121 things narcissists say when gaslighting you. So that might be able to inspire you a little bit um, to write your own list. I find that to be very effective. Um, for changing your mind and then anytime you're you're having because the longer you stay away from someone you know that whole absence makes the heart grow fonder thing is legit so the longer you stay away from somebody the easier it's going to be for you to forget the stuff that sucks and remember the good parts so in order to stay in tune with what you want keep a list and put it away once you make the list put it away so you don't have to look at it every day but anytime you feel weak pick pull out the list and remind yourself why you left I find that to be very effective 
tried to read the emotions in the narc's pics accurately after understanding dominant emotion, arrogance, sadness, but there's a warm pick seems genuine that keeps unable to dissolve dissonance. Jihan, I want you to stop looking at the narcissist's pictures. Okay. Anybody can look warm in a picture. Anybody can look like a real person in a picture. Of course they can. I don't want you to, you know, certainly a lot of us empaths can read emotions and photos up to a point and there are some very tiny tiny tells sometimes that you miss like a tightness around the mouth or a, a you know a wrinkle around the eye or whatever but and and i would suggest looking at my videos on how to read faces if you're interested in knowing more about that but in this case um i think you're doing yourself more harm than good sweetie because you need to let go of trying to figure them out. I mean, you know, understanding them is important so that you can move forward, understanding the situation, but specifically digging into their emotions by looking at their photos. I think that's counterproductive. I think that's just making you, you're still connecting yourself to them. Don't, don't try to connect to them. They, they, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> their plug-in spots are broken, so to speak, you know. Learn Gross Things says it's hard to let them go. I feel you, honey. I do. I know it's hard. I know. But I think that you won't regret it. I was, it was very hard for me to leave my ex. Um, I cried and cried and cried and it was a whole big thing and I thought I was going to die, but I didn't die. And, and I kept thinking, oh my God, I failed at marriage and I had this intention of never getting divorced in my lifetime. Um, and I, you know, I, I felt like a huge failure and I felt like um, I could still fix him. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can't fix them. And I'm going to tell you something else right now. I got through that hard part. And if I didn't, dear God, where would I be today? You know what I'm saying? Come on. I mean, I, I've been through, life has gotten just 100% better. Let me just say that. It's 100% better. And it will for you too. I promise you it will. Yeah. She says four years of him, hard to adjust without him. I totally feel you. I feel you. But it will be a beautiful thing very soon. Let him go if you can. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Let me say this. Make your choice and know that we'll support you no matter what you choose. I, I let him go. I, I walked away myself with with a 16-month-old child, and I don't regret it. It was the best choice I could have made. Bonnie says, 31 years and three grown kids later, the narc husband severely triangulates my children. I feel they're brainwashed against me. Any hope what to do? This is a very difficult thing. Um the best thing, and I assume because your children are grown, okay, the very best thing you can do is to let your children know that you're there, that you love them, and that what their father says about you isn't true. And that's it. Be the unconditional parent. If they choose to get involved again with you, excellent. If they choose not to, you have to respect that. And it's not okay, but you have to respect it. You have to it's terrible that your own husband is doing this to your children and to you. Um, but I'm sure that he triangulates for his own benefit. And and the very best thing you can do is to stay out of it. You know, if he's playing his games and they say something to you, you say, well, you know how your father is. And you also know who I, you know who I am. I'm your mother. And I love you and I'm here for you if you need me, period. Don't talk bad about him. Just say, you know how your father is. They're adults. They know. They know, you know, if, if unfortunately, if they have turned into narcissists themselves, this is not going to go well for you. But if they have not, and they just are brainwashed against you, 
uh, I really think the best thing you can do is unconditionally love them. Send them a birthday card every year. Send them a Christmas card or a Hanukkah card or whatever and keep on going. That's all you can do. And I know that sounds harsh and too simple. But the fact is, you got choices. You can sit around and be sad and angry or you can move forward. And I suggest that you move forward in love and light and stay focused on love and vibration, vibrating only love for them and for other positive people in your life. And, and for people that you don't want in your life and people that you don't, situations that you don't want in your life, you turn away from them. You don't acknowledge them. You don't deal with them. You turn away from them. That's what I have found to be most effective. Sue says it's harder to hang on to a ship, a sinking ship, ain't it though? Yeah, yeah. Learn Grow Sing says, I'm trying to stay strong, but it is so hard. It really is hard, and it's temporary, if that helps. Get through the hard part. It'll get better. I promise you. Nadia says, to Learn Grow Sing, I was with mine for 13 years. Been three weeks with some emotional ups and downs. I'm doing better than expected. Daughter and I have peace. It's a beautiful thing, my friend. There's some hope for you. Okay? Colleen Anthony says, I'm, oh, sweetie, I've been there. <sighs> She says, I'm having a hard time even getting out of bed in the mornings. One month narc free. When will I feel like a human again? Really struggling this past week. All right, Colleen, let's set a date, honey. Let's set a date. Pick a day. Give yourself a week, let's say. How about one week from today, you're going to come back here and you're going to tell me that you woke up in the morning and you were ready to start healing. That's your plan, okay? I'm just going to throw it out there for you. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Give it a week. Give yourself a week to be sad, lay in bed, throw things, break things, cry, whatever, and let's move forward together. I promise it'll help. Just knowing that day is there might give you a little bit of hope. But be okay with being sad. Feel your feelings. Don't stuff them down anymore. Let them out. Cry if you need to. You know, paint some crazy paintings, write some dark poetry, whatever. Those things all work for me. That's why I threw them out there. But but the pick a day. I, I like a week. I think a week is a good amount of time for you to move through it. Um, if you can take the time off work, do that. If you can't, that's okay. Just do your do your morning in the evenings and on the weekend. Um, just a thought. But it, it might be a good day to start if you do if you don't work on the weekends because it is Friday. Amy says to Susan in the states, "Your marriage is annulled." That's bigamy. Okay, she knows what she's talking about. She's one of my one of my expert HR types and knows all the little things about the rules too. So thank you, Amy. And Susan, I I think that means you're free, my love. Um, Butween interesting name says being stoic stoic is around is the best around narc predators absolutely absolutely gray rock my gray rock melissa says it's been two years i'm over the narc and dating someone else who i'm in love with but i can't forget all the habits and ways my narc used to tell me it's almost like it's engraved into my mind now that is very common it is melissa and i'm very happy to hear that you're dating someone you're in love with and who's decent to you um one of the things you can do in this situation is to intentionally manage your vibration and your thoughts. So anytime you think to yourself, you know, well, the narc would have said this, or anytime you hear that voice in the back of your head going, you're not good enough, you're not, you're not strong enough, you're not happy enough, or whatever, push it out of your nose, okay? <laughs> so imagine yourself climbing a little ladder off the back of your neck, a little mini version of yourself crawling, walking right into your brain, and you'll see back there in that dark corner, there's the narc sitting in like, say, a rocking chair or a wheelchair, maybe. Let's do it a wheelchair. That'll be fun. And you just push them right out. Imagine that you're pushing them forward through your brain, out your nostrils, and then blow them out of there and move forward. 
it sounds silly, but sometimes a silly visualization distracts you enough from the thought. The other thing you can do is go, like I always say, I tell myself, okay, I now cancel that thought and I replace it with this affirmation of my true divine desire. And then I'll say, I'm strong and I am this and I'm that. Whatever they're trying to tell me I'm not, I'll be that thing if I want to be that thing. I am good enough. You are good enough. You feel me? Something to consider. It is engraved in your mind, but it can be undone. It can. Learn Grow Sing says, I just have constant thoughts going on. It's distracting my life. Well, this is when you need to clear your head. Um, I really like putting on my headphones and going out and walking or just walking back and forth if I want to. Dancing around the house, anything, putting on some music and getting your body moving is very, very useful for that. And you don't have to act crazy about it. You don't have to like become a marathon runner. Just move a little bit and turn on some happy music and it, it can help you just to clear your head. Another option. Um, Bonnie says, teaching the blind is so true. A blind person is more capable than an arc. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Um, Learn Grow Sing says, Colleen, I'm struggling too. Wally says, my name here is different than on Facebook. Okay, Wally, I can dig it. Um, Nadia says, when I talked to the narc two days before the court date, thinking I could negotiate, his lies were exhausting. One second he misses us, the next second he says he's used to being alone. Of course, because he's saying whatever he thinks he can say to affect you, see? So if he says, I miss you, then you don't react. He's like, oh, well, I'm getting used to being alone because then he thinks maybe you'll be, you'll be like, oh, no, I don't want you to be alone. It's just a hoovering attempt. Don't fall for it, girl. That's gameplay, and you know it. I think you already know it. Um, all right, and Malta says to Susan, I think that is so amazing. I'm so happy for you that you're narc-free. Me too. Um, Butween says... You should go through some collective healing exercises on here. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Susan says, if my husband's wife were to come here, they would be considered divorced. If he brought divorce papers to the Philippines, it wouldn't be recognized. Oh, okay. Jillian says, thank you to our moderators. I love you guys. Thank you for keeping things running smoothly. Driving to work now. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Jillian. Big hugs and love, honey. All right, guys, I have to wrap up here. Oh, wait, but first I'm going to wrap it up on this because I do believe this is an excellent way to end. Thank you in advance, my friend Nadia, who says, there is a saying that I found, when you, tell your, when you can tell your story and it doesn't make you cry, that's when you know you've healed. It's beautiful. I loves, loves, loves it. All right. That's all I've got for you guys right now. Thank you so much, as always, for being a part of my life and a part of my day. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of yours. It really means a lot to me. And I'll be there on Monday with all of y'all. All right. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Hugs and love, strength, light, all the good things. See you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.